Welcome to the San Antonio Baptist Association. You're listening to a Sabbath Teams podcast. This is Steve Payne. Welcome back. Uh, we've got uh, Alex Fleming with us, and we are going to talk about, and this is part two, about the homeless. Uh, we want to get a little more information on this. Uh, it's, it's a very important topic. Uh, it's, it's a very important subject that we need to address here in San Antonio. Uh, there's a lot of other things going on, but if we can start doing some things, when we've got Alex here doing the do, uh, it's nice to have somebody that knows what's going on and be able to let us know what's going on so we can be a little more open to what Jesus wants us to do. So I'm going to ask Alec to give us a word of prayer, and then we'll start part two. Father God, I just thank you for uh, this morning. I thank you for this opportunity. I pray you bless the ears of everyone hearing. I pray that you open the hearts, Lord God, of everyone hearing. Lord, I pray that the revelation of how important the poor is to you, we would catch that and it would change us, Father, for your glory on this earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Alex. Uh, one of the things we want to talk about, and, and uh, it's, it's talking about the roadblocks. Uh, here's God putting you out here and your, your heart is for this, but then you've got the government and you've got other organizations here. They're trying to stop you or trying to basically uh, lose your lose your hope uh, that what you're trying to do so let's tell us a little bit about how you've persevered over these different um, yes and, satan and, things yeah <laughs> yes and you know th there's there's uh, almost two parties on this and if you're hearing me now and you've seen us on the news and and there's two parties there's the party that is like Yes, you know, that's what we need to do, you know, and there's the party like, man, you shouldn't be as radical and shouldn't be doing all these things. And I need to make it clear, I am not fighting against the city. I'm fighting to obey the law of Christ to help the homeless. Amen. That's what I'm fighting for. I'm not fighting against the city. I'm fighting for the right to help the poor because mm. God commanded. And so it always gets broadcasted as He's standing up to the city. Well, yes, but that's yeah. not the reason why. And so uh, the first thing that happened was, I mean, because like I said, 19,000 meals a year. Mm. This is big volumes, yeah. uh, uh, everything that we do there for the homeless. And so the first ticket that Code Compliance gave me was it said uh, a church is not supposed to feed the homeless. That was the actual, the, that was the written <laughs> the, the written thing on the ticket. And I was like, are, 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 you, are you serious? And the officer, the code compliance officer was like, yeah. And I said, well, I mean, says who? Yeah. And, and they're like, well, I don't know, but you're just not supposed to do it. I said, well, the Bible says Jesus, our CEO of our organization, uh, this is one of the requirements to feed the poor. And they're like, well, I don't know anything about the Bible. You just by tomorrow, I'm going to come back and you better not be feeding. And so I, I went home. I was like, like a little nervous, like, man, yeah. you know, the city's telling us to stop. But then I just felt God. And I was like, you know what? We did it. And uh, from there, that got so much um uh, attention, good positive attention from the citizens of the city that the that the the city government backed off uh, for for a good while. Good. Yeah, and then, and then of course, and then I went down there with the lawyer uh, uh, and um, the uh, supervisor said, "You know what? You're right. Uh, this ticket was written in error." I love the way they change things and word things, right? Oh, yeah. You know, That's yeah, politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this isn't us 
purposely trying to be a nuisance and do what we want and not adhere to any rules. This is us. It's what Martin Luther King said, an unjust law is no law at all. Amen. You know, and yes. then and then you hear again uh, what Thomas Jefferson said, that um, rebellion towards tyranny is obedience to God. And so this is not us trying to be bad. This is unjust laws that change at, at a whim, at a whim. Um, that that's not right. You know what I mean? So if you have a bad day, you can ask anybody who has dealt, and if you're hearing me, you know it. Anybody who has dealt with code compliance, it, it depends on the officer that comes. Everybody know. Uh -huh. <clears throat> it, yeah, this is yeah. true. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. No. Right? A, a police officer enforces the law, right. not his mood that day. Yeah. And I think there needs to be major reform in the uh, code compliance area of San yeah. Antonio. I think, you're, I think you're right on that. I think it's something that, and, and a lot of churches have said the same thing. If somebody will come in there and say, oh, you need this, this, and this. Somebody else will come in, everything looks great. You know, and you're saying, yeah, well, let's put it together. Let's let's be consistent of what yeah. we're doing here. But don't sit there and say, it's because we're a church. I don't like churches. Therefore, I'm going to give you a hard time. Yeah, yeah. And that seems to me that's what's happening a lot. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, the news gets out, the word gets out, and all of a sudden, they've got to back off. Yeah, and then they wait till that dies down, then they come, come back, back again. <laughs> and so it's, it's always something new. And um, <clears throat> there were things that, okay, well, we got to get coded for that. We got to do this. So we did it, you know, but it's always something else. Yeah. So, it, and, and it's never like do all of these things and you're good. Cause then if we do it. Well, here's the next, it's, it's a game, right. you know what I mean? And uh, you got to be able to know that, um, you know, there needs to be reform. Did reform they, is the only answer. Do they stop you from feeding there? Um, are, you, are you feeding COVID-19 of course has a lot to do with it yeah. but did they stop you from feeding so what we do now during COVID is we give prepackaged meals Wonderful. so you know they're, they're uh, um, pill back raviolis pill back pouch tuna fish um, snacks waters and so we give that out uh, to the people as they come so it's, it's a pick up it's, what is it a drop drop it they pick it up boom we pray with them right um, so that that's what it's come down to. We are in this year really, really going to go back to as much as we were doing sure. before. And not only that, teaching other churches and other ministries how to do the same. Were you having showers there at one time? We were having showers as well, yes. And you're still doing that? or is it? No, yeah, of, yeah. All of, all of that. It, are you going to come back to that? Yes, we are. Okay. Yes, yeah. I'd say within the next three months, wow. we are going to be full steam, full ahead, back again and so the way we were doing it was churches would partner so let's say impact church had the first saturday of every month right. they hosted the breakfast then grace uh point church had the second saturday of every month grace avenue the third saturday of every month so we kind of fit those things for sure. a six-month commitment right and then you can re-up or somebody else comes in so coming back to it we're going to need all churches back again helping us uh, uh help the homeless how is everything going with the COVID nineteen? Uh, you know, it's changed so much now. Are you guys protected? Have you have you come across anybody that's had COVID nineteen? No, it's wonderful. Yeah, and, and it's fun. I mean, it's funny, but in the homeless community, we've not seen. And I think the news the news did do a report at the beginning of yeah. of COVID okay. that the homeless community had the less to no cases of COVID at all. Huh. You got to understand the immune systems. That you know they live in COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were living in COVID before and disease COVID, yeah. before COVID. <laughs> exactly. So the immune system is is 
is very strong right. uh, uh, to some degree. Wow. And so now we've not seen any well, that's good news. or had any that's issues good. of that yeah. at all. That's wonderful. Um, I know the city's giving you problems. How is uh, the other shelters doing with Cordia? Are you guys working together with the other shelters? Uh, do you have some kind of a coalition that's helping? I know Jimmy's out there. Yeah. Uh, Robert's doing a, a lot of great things. Uh, and I know we want to kind of tie that together for yeah. y'all. Uh, Jimmy now is part of Sabbath. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh, no. Praise God. He's, yeah. he's joined Sabbath now. So we are excited about that. Yeah. But we know that with you out there and, and other other shelters out there, we want to coordinate this thing. So if we got, you got 20 coming in for the, uh, when it's, for the winter, yeah, but you also have other places, like you said, they're gonna yes. house them. And yeah, yes. how do they get over there now? If you if you, if you fill up at twenty, yeah, then then is they, they go to someplace else. Yeah, so the way we did it, and Jimmy, he's he's a very good friend of mine. I love him, man. He's a good guy. Uh, uh, so Jimmy provided the buses, so wow. we bus them from my church because it's right there. So everybody meets there. We bus them to the church the restoring church on Fredericksburg road that's it and that's how we would do it and then we bust them back in the morning back to where our church and from there they disperse because they're in that area right. um anyway so that that's how we do it we just bust them in and out we we're wanting to talk with the city council of uh district 10 uh and um you know trish berry as well uh we were talking with chad and trying to do something there where we would have mm. a winter shelter on the north side because listen there's homeless everywhere yeah and so, and I got to say this, please listen, pastor, uh, minister, if there's five homeless in your area, God sent those homeless to you. Wow. He sent them to you to care for them. That's part, that's part of your community. If they're right by you, that's part of your community. Mm. And, and it's our responsibility to minister and help and to restore our community. And some guys are, are right now, I know the spirit in this past year has been moving on the hearts of men and and they're saying okay i want to help but i don't know what to do or where to get started we have that solution we want to train churches how how to from very simple commitment tier short-term commitment that's the winter shelter it's very easy but there's different levels on the participation that you can take uh in so uh please know that Please hit me up. I will train you, your staff, for free. Wow. There's no consulting fee for that. I'm just trusting God and trusting God's good. But the vision is that the church in San Antonio can make the biggest dent in homelessness uh, that we've ever known. So and we have a manual as well, a manual, a field manual on how to do every single bit of what, of what we do. Now, you find that most of your homeless people want to be homeless? Uh, no. That's a very small... That's a, a small, small percentage. Yeah, so so here's a valid argument that I hear is that well these uh, well a lot of these people they don't want the help. You know, so it's a valid it's a valid and so in in looking at it I'm like, you know, let's call that group that don't want the help. Let's just for lack of a better term, let's call them the worst of the worst. Okay. So they're not in they don't want to go to Haven, they don't want to go in they're literally on the street. The worst of the worst out of that I say 10% don't want the help. The rest of the 90%, they just don't want the help from you. They just don't want the help from Haven. They don't want the help from these uh, some other institutions. And this is why. You can't cattle prod somebody through, through a system, demoralize them, 
And the guy's like, man, I already feel like crap. I'm homeless. Plus, and now you're going to demoralize me yeah. more if I don't, if if I do this wrong or that wrong. Shoot, I'm better off being on the street. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the worst of the worst, these are the people that we've been getting off the street. Yeah. The one that don't want the help or, or no one can help because it's the love of Christ only that can break through wow. that type of darkness. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. And I, and I see that. And a lot of people, it, it's almost like human trafficking. Uh, it's kind of hidden a lot of time, unless you look in the corner and see them. But most of the time, you do not see them. If you're on the north side of town, or like, you do not see that. And you may not see it during the day at all because they're, they're in shelters. And you're right. They're all over town. Yeah. You go by the medical center, and there's a whole community yeah. in that area. And, and other areas have community. We have one right here yeah. across the street from us. So it's, it's there. Uh, and I think it's more and more, but it's a good news. I'm glad that the COVID-19 is not, not hurting them, but they're going to have to get their shots anyway. I mean, yeah, we're yeah. going to have to get them there. So yeah. that might be something you need to do later on. Uh, in closing, cause I know that we're going to get out of little time. We've got about two minutes. Uh, one of the questions was how important is the homeless and poor to Jesus? Man. Oh my gosh. Um, so many of us don't know. And as I didn't know either, uh, at the beginning, how how much the Lord uh, loves the poor. We got to understand that Jesus was born under homeless conditions. Okay, so but think about that. We got to understand that Jesus self-identified as being homeless. He has no place. Other people have no you home. Know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so and when you really, if you allow the Lord, say this prayer, guys, next time you read your Bible and just say, God, show me how much you care for the poor through the scriptures and he will open your eyes. Uh, um, one of our associate pastors at our church, God gave him revelation and insight. Mm. You don't tell a, a well-off person or a rich person, hey, don't worry about where you're going to get your clothes. Don't worry about what you're going to eat. God gives the birds. It. So you don't tell a rich person that. He's talking to poor people. Yeah, exactly. You know, we got to understand that that um, Jerusalem, Israel was an occupied nation at the time. There was no middle class. There was the Roman government. There was the religious government that the Romans put into place. And then there was poor and then homeless, which would have been the outcasts, the lepers, the disease and that. And so when you see 3,000 people around Jesus, these are 3,000 poor people. Okay, he, the context, it, the, helping the poor, it to me is the context of discipleship because you pick up your cross daily, deny yourself. That means I'm out of my comfort zone and helping the poor is the best way to get out of your comfort zone. There's so many scriptures, I, I just on my phone, um, you know, Luke 14, but when you give a banquet, invite the poor, mm. the crippled, the lame, boom. Uh, uh, Proverbs 14, 31, whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt for the master, but whoever is kind to the needy honors God. Um, you know, Galatians 2, 9, even Paul's, the apostolic mandate, was that you help the poor and Paul said I learned nothing from Peter and them except to take care of the poor which I was already doing anyway this was an apostolic mandate the first church council and committee was to help the widows and the poor when they did that deal hey we need to be studying the word but the the the, the committee the first committee is going to be to help the poor and the widows and was it Stephen you're in mm -hmm. charge of that but I mean I can go on and on to show you Leviticus 19 right um uh, Isaiah 58, Isaiah 58, right? The, 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 the passage, you will rebuild the, the, the walls, right? And, and your light will break forth. And that sounds so good, but hold on. He says, back up. 
He says, when you spend yourself for the poor, when you feed the hungry, then, <laughs> then your light will shine forth. Amen. Then you'll be the restorer of the breach. I can go on well, look, James 2. Matthew 25, 31. It talks about the least of these. He talks about the poor and the hungry. And what have you done, people? Peter, First Peter talks about that. You know, you can have uh, faith, but faith without works is not... There's, it's not there. Dead, yeah. You've got to have the word. You've got to go out and do what you need to do. I think we're running out of time. The time is there. Okay. Alex, I think we're going to have to have you come back. Uh, yeah, I think we it. need to talk a little bit. I want to know what happened over this weekend. For those that didn't, didn't know, we are uh, basically doing this recording just before the big uh, Arctic blast that's yeah. going to hit here at the... Uh, I think the 14th, 15th of uh, February. So we want to know what's going on with the poor, especially in, in the homeless there uh, that are being housed, basically, to yeah. get them out of the cold. Now, if something happens where it's for, for, it's 32 degrees all day long, do you keep them there all day long? Matt, that, that's all on volunteers. Okay. So, so you know, and, and th this is our problem. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so Amen. we, we got to, we got to first accept that fact. Gotta it's not shelter. Okay. Pastor Alex, you're doing a great job. Okay. Yeah. But this is not my problem. This is our problem. It's exactly and right. And so as many of us come together to fill those slots, to facilitate it properly and effectively, then we can keep them all day. But yeah. until not, I have to stick with the current uh, restrictions that we do have. Uh, well, so, thank yeah. you. Thank you for that. But, uh, thank you uh, for coming today. Appreciate that. And hopefully we'll see you uh, next time and we can sure. talk a little bit about what happened and everything. This ends uh, part two, the broadcast of homelessness. Uh, we thank you very much and God bless you all. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Sabbath Teams podcast. We look forward to continuing our conversation next time in hopes of better connecting, encouraging, and supporting churches for kingdom impact.